You're listening to Spraymakers, a podcast that dives deep into the world of slalom with Rossi and Trent. The boys have talked about tournament prep before, but this week they're digging deeper into what it takes to ski confidently and set a tournament game plan. I think as a skier and and especially as a coach, there's nothing I enjoy more than watching people get ready to, to ski tournaments, you know, mm. um, and just had a kind of just a just had a, a, a thought something just occurred to me like uh, will asher told me this like maybe like 10 years ago you know when we were at a it was at a malibu open together and, and we were just sitting you know it was an hour before it was we were going to be skiing and he just he just said pointed out like just look watch so and so he's gonna he's gonna do this and he's gonna do that and like watch and not that he was you know had no ill regard or anything but but he found it fascinating and 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 and, and as a coach now i find it really fascinating like you know, yesterday I, w- I was watching, you know, skier X and, and watching, you know, as the hour approached you know, and watching, you know, his body language and, and what his, his intents were and, and, and then to watch him get in the water and, and drive him and, and see what the end result was going to be. Um, I think, uh, I think there's a, a, a lot can be said what's going on, like the two hours, three hours, you know, six hours at a tournament before you actually ski. Um, oh, it's what, unbelievable. Uh, I, I know you've, yeah, you've been in the same place recently too. What, what, uh, what are some things that you notice? Well, first off, uh, it, you, you just described me, by the way, I, I, I'd love to be the guy that was sitting back looking at everybody else laughing or, 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 or not judging, but commenting on, I had, I had definitely have pre ski routines, uh, things that I found that worked yeah. for me. Uh, I mean, maybe some of it's overthinking, maybe not, but I, I feel like you got to have your program and I have a program and, and I, I see a guy like Will who I don't really see do very much. He might even be just sitting there almost Zen, like chilling and then just throw his gloves on and go shred 41, you know, like, and that's, that's, that's amazing. And, and that's great. And if you can do that more power to you, I'd say for the most part, that's not the way that you're going to set yourself up for success, you know? Uh, so yeah. And, and, you know, in a different realm, when you go back for us, you know, coming from pro events that, you know, whatever we've, we've blown up, uh, way, maybe way out of proportion. Maybe that's something that, that will has, uh, a little bit more under control. But anyway, when you come back to a class C tournament or whatever, you kind of look around, you can see there's people who, do absolutely nothing and just grab their ski. Don't think twice about it. Go out and ski and, and what happens, happens. You got that person. You've got the person who, you know, has has been, uh, you can just see it in their body language. Like they're frantically walking mm-hmm. around doing really yes. awkward stuff, like really weird, awkward stuff. And then they go out and ski and they don't ski well. Um, then you have, you know, people who have really intense, uh, and I drive tournaments as well. So, you know, you have people you see having really intense, uh, pre-ski routines, and then they get out there and they run a pass and, and I look back and I, I like to keep it light when I'm driving. So I, I'll look back and be like, yeah, it felt great. Or, you know, what happened at three? Oh, it's good. Good that you made it through that. I like that to happen early. Like I'm just trying to keep it light. And those people, there's yeah. people that won't even look at you. You know, that they're just, it's just so intense and it's this or that. I mean, I think, you know, there, there's just, there's so many aspects to skiing well. Um, and we've, we've, we've definitely talked about some of this stuff, but 
I mean, when you look around and you see all of these things, I would just say for a lot of, for you and I, it'd be very easy to say, I see X, Y, and Z skiers. These guys could, could, will ski better in tournaments if they do this, this, and this, you know? And, and so, you know, I think that's what, I I think that's where we're going with this, but you know, maybe, maybe it'll branch out more, but you know. Well, because I I even had, you know, um, like it was in the, it was a three round tournament and it was one of the guys in the, in the very first round, you know, just, you know, fumbled his way through the first pass and, and, you know, and we stopped and, and he said, I'm just so nervous, you you know, I'm like, well, you know, and I was like, well, that's fine. It's, you know, you should be nervous. It's a tournament. It's part of the fun, you know? And he's Mm -hmm. like, I just, I just don't know. I just don't know how to do it. You you know? And, And he was like, um, authentically soliciting advice. Like how, how do I, how, you know, how do I stay calm enough to, to, to ski like I do in practice? So I think, you know, we, and it's going to be different for everyone. And, and, and I think, you know, pretending it isn't, is it would be doing it a disservice, right? There's not, there's not one box that you should stuff yourself into to make this work. But I think there's some general rules of, of just, you know, tournament preparedness, right? Like what, what, what should I do? What should I avoid? And, and, um, you know, how do I, how do I make this feel It'll never feel like practice is what I tell people. And, and and thankfully it shouldn't feel like practice. Practice is boring. You know, um, it's always going to feel different, but it should feel better, you know? So I think we can just go into a couple, you know, just a, just a bit of a list to do list and, and maybe to do not do list and, and, you know, maybe just call on some of your experiences from the past, some of mine, and, and just see what's kind of worked, worked best for us. What, what do you think? So when you see, you had said, um, can't remember the, the term you used, but when you saw someone, oh, you said awkwardly kind of mm-hmm. trying to get rather. So when, when you see someone awkwardly trying to get ready, what, what is, what does that mean to you? Well, to me, it was I, a perfect word. Cause I, I saw right. some of this, someone this weekend awkwardly getting ready. So what, what does that mean to you? I mean, to me, what, what you're seeing is someone who hasn't, hasn't gone through it in their head what, what they're practicing for, right? They're going yeah. to the lake every day and they're practicing and they're getting scores. Um, but, then, but then they show up at a tournament and it's a, it, they just completely are already out of their element, right? Like they, they, they're actually mm-hmm. not even setting themselves up for that success. So then they're doing things that they wouldn't normally do that are out of their element out of their uh, day-to-day routine. And you know what happens? That actually feeds into the nervousness. That feeds into all of that feeling awkward. And then that it just kind of spirals. And to the point where I can almost guarantee that that the mental thought process that goes into your skiing every single day that you're so passionate about, you just chucked it out the window, went out there, and now you're gonna wing it. And 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 you can wing it and one one out of ten you're going to go out and, and probably have a good round. But ultimately we, what we want to do is go to a tournament and, and absolutely just be able to perform at your peak all the time. And, and I know people think, you know, when they see a guy like you go out, Trent, and how can you go out every single time, regardless of those conditions, you know, it's, it's clear, it's crosswind, it's whatever. And you still throw down that 39 and still deep 41 or run for, you know, like those are the things, there's a reason why guys at our level and there are amateurs that are really good at this and it doesn't, and and, and at all levels, you know, so you got to go in with a game plan and you got to understand what you're, what you're doing. I did want to jump back real quick to nerves. Okay. Nerves are supposed to be there. That is a natural thing. 
if you, I, I'm, I just like when you, when you were talking, I had this thought of uh, Russell Crowe and the gladiator, right? Like, yeah, you think that guy, when he's sitting there and they're about to drop the hammer and he's got to run into the, into the Coliseum and he's in a life or death situation. Do you think that he's feeling confident and he's feeling um, calm and it's just another day? Heck no, he isn't. His, his heart's <laughs> racing like crazy, you know, it's, it, and, and, and it's, so the way I look at it for me, number one is if you don't feel nervous, you're out of, you're out of, you're, you're awkward right now. You're actually yes. in the awkward stage. You, you've, you've removed yourself from the moment and you've detached to the point that you're not, you're not in it. So you better feel something. Um, now what you do with that, I think is really key and that you can get spun out like those people I was talking about when you see them walking around at the tournament who don't really have a game plan, those people get spun out and then they're out of the game. That's it. The game's already over before it ever even started. You didn't have a game plan and, and you're done. So you're not going to go out and peak perform. You're going to go out and you're going to, you know, whatever. So anyway, back to the nerves, like you want to feel nerves. What you do with those nerves is very important. Um, and I think that that's kind of the, that's the key. So you have to have this game plan, like you have to do it. And so my number one thing that I would say to all of this is practice. If you want to be a tournament skier, practice every day. Like it's a tournament. That doesn't mean run tournament mm -hmm. sets. That means mentally have a game plan, have a pre-game plan, do your thing. Doesn't matter if someone throws you a curveball. Doesn't matter if you go to someone else's site. Doesn't I mean those are perfect times. That's like that's it. You're getting you're getting an opportunity to practice what it's gonna feel like at a tournament. Yep. So do it every yep. day. Anyway, so I mean well, hopefully I think I didn't feel any thunder, that, but no, that's, no, no. I think that I think that's okay. That's step one. And we mentioned before, we're gonna mention it again. You know, it, have treat every set like it's a tournament. And I, and I can, and this isn't, this is absolutely, uh, you know, being truthful. Like I am, I'm more nervous in practice currently than I am in tournaments. And, 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 it, and it's, you know, it's, I think it's because, you know, while I, I am practicing my tournament preparedness, you know, I, I don't take all the steps to completely harness every emotion, you know what I mean? Or, or direct every emotion. But I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a hundred percent nervous every single time I take a practice set. And, and, and that's, that's really served me well in tournaments because it doesn't, it honestly doesn't feel much difference if I'm at the world's or if I'm just a normal Tuesday, I, I have the same kind of nerves. Um, so we've said this before too, but like, you know, go through your, your tournament routine every single day in practice, because then when you get to a tournament, you're not going to be awkward. You're not going to be searching for that feeling. You already know that feeling because you already did it three times this week, three times a week before, you know, a hundred times the months leading up to, um, you know, and, and again, that doesn't, if that isn't 20 minutes of calisthenics and 10 minutes of meditation, and it's actually really just, you know, scratching your left knee, touching your toes and ripping like, like Carl Roberts used to do. That's fine too, but just make sure that every single set is, is the way you tend to do it come tournament day. Um, because, you know, just sharing again from, from last weekend at this tournament, I just saw one guy in particular, you know, he did his, what was obviously a well-scripted, um, or well-rehearsed, um, pre-ski warm-up, you know, I, I saw him doing, you know, his, his active range of motion exercise and, -na 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 -na. and then I saw him, you know, over on the sitting on the shore 
in kind of a meditative state. And then, but then I, when I went to pick up the next gear, he was back doing his calisthenics again, you know, and then the next gear I saw him over onto the tent drinking water. And then I saw him warming up again. And I was just like, Oh, this guy's he's searching for something and he's not finding it. He's not comfortable right now, you know, cause he's going through all these different things and he's repeating them and, and, and he felt thought he was ready. Now he's relaxing. Oh, I'm not actually ready. And, and, and you can just see like, you know, and then, then the exact opposite was, was his buddy, you know, who, these guys ski together and they're about the same level of skier, but this guy just had this, this calm, you know, I, I noticed him doing a couple minutes of stretching. Um, but he just had this calm in his face, this calm in his demeanor, this, you know, his body language just told, just, just spewed confidence. And, and he, you know, he skied three passes better than his buddy did. And, and it's, it's, um, it's again, it's, it's come up with a routine in practice and then confidently stick with it in tournament. If you don't spend two hours, getting ready for a practice set. Don't spend two hours like my unfortunate buddy did, you know, getting ready for a tournament set. That's right. That was the bomb being dropped right there. Like, dude, don't, don't do what you don't do every single day. Right. Yep. Yep. I was way guilty of this. And and that's, and that's why, you know, the, the, the majority of my pro career went the way it did was, was exactly this, you know, I, I, I read every self-help book. I read every sports psychology book and, and I'm not advocating not to do that, but every year I had a new way of getting ready. And it was, and it was, you know, it was, it was stuff coming from people that knew what they were talking about, but, but it wasn't authentic to me. And it, and it, you know, wasn't what I was able to do in practice. I mean, I used to spend days getting ready for a big event days. Mm -hmm. I would get on the plane nervous, which is good. But I would be going through this this routine or this this these procedures, these practices on how to, you know, how to quell my nerves, how to handle my nerves. And, uh, three days before a tournament, you know. So I mean, what chance? What so I, I spent three days emotionally preparing myself for for one round. What chance did I have? How There's exhausted? None. How no exhausted chance. were you? Right, dude. Like how exhausted were you on, on tournament day? How exhausted low did you feel I, on tournament day? Exactly, dude, like, and that's what it was. Yes, arousal level one point five, and I thought that's what I was going for, dude. I'm not nervous. I've just spent three days, you know, working on my nerves. Right, not the way to do it. Not the way. Not going to gonna peak perform. Like I, I can remember, I can remember feeling the same way. Like you know, you wake up every single day, and you know, you, you're 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 living this life, and I and and I was too, where you're you're coaching people, you're skiing, you're active. I mean, you're 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 working really hard. And you're doing all these things, right? And then you you leave on a Thursday, you ski Saturday, right? You have you have Friday to relax. You wake up on tournament day and you can't feel any lower. I mean, you're like, I'm exhausted. I feel like I'm hungover and I didn't have any any alcohol. Like, what is going on? Like, why am I so low? I need to be up. I don't want to be down right now. And then you're like dragging, you're like, oh, why does my back hurt? Why does this hurt? You know, and, and ultimately you can, you can put a lot of that up to the days leading into, or, or the night before, you know, all of that getting so riled up, you know, that you, you literally already have yourself out of the game. And this is what we're talking about. Like you, you gotta, you gotta be able to get into the game. You gotta get yeah. into the game. So, so Trent, when you, maybe, maybe another way to think about this is cause we've, we've done one, we've done an episode and if you haven't heard it, go back, find out our tournament one uh, from, from earlier in the year, but 
maybe so you know we 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 put out a lot of our thoughts down as to how to how to set yourself up but maybe maybe one thing to talk about right now is what do you do when what do you do when you're you're spinning out like and if you're spinning out in the morning before yeah. or you're spinning out like like when Perfect. when when, you, yes. when are common times that you lose it yes great great so you know? here's what i do now and, and like so and and you know and i'm I've never been more functional as a competitive athlete than I am, you know, from 2015 to now. And here's, here's what I do now. And this is one I love to share with people. So, so what do you do? Depends when it is. So like, start with that, you know, we'll say, you know, the last senior roles I went to start with that morning, wake up. Holy shit. I'm nervous. So then, then my default is to go into this, to go into this kind of, um, these, or, or to address it and, and try and calm it. And then, but I, then I just remind myself now, like not now, not now. I, I can be as nervous as I want right now. I can feel like shit right now. That's fine. It doesn't matter. I'm not scheming, you know, prelims aren't until noon, you know, same mm-hmm. thing, nine, 10, 10 AM. Not now. Don't address it now. Feel however the hell you want to feel right now. It doesn't matter. I can be nervous. I can be, you know, that, that heart racing, which I, which I do, you know, that shortness of breath, which I do, I'm just going to read my book and, feel as nervous as I want. I don't address it until for me, it's, it's 30 minutes before I ski, you mm-hmm. know? And, and that's, and that was just it. And that's, you know, that's, is what that I, a timer? I, I, is that a timer? Like, do you, do you, is it, or is it a number of skiers? What is it? Like when you're, so when you're getting ready, what is it's, that? Yeah. For me, it's, it's, I start, I, it's, it's eight skiers. <clears throat> so I start the, the process of, you know, laying my gear out eight skiers, roughly six skiers is when I'm going to go into my, my physical warm up you know, and that takes me about 12 minutes. Um, and even during my physical warm up, I'm going to keep reminding myself, not now, like not now, don't address this right now. It doesn't matter. You can be as nervous as you want right now, you know? And then mm-hmm. once I'm done my physical warm up and I start putting my gear on, then it's like, okay, now, like now control it. Because if I, and, and again, going back to, to my, to my years of, of underperforming, like, like openly, you know, no problem admitting it, underperforming, underperforming, underperforming. It wasn't for a lack of effort. It was the exact opposite, man. I spent too much time trying to control what was so, what, what was natural. And, and what I realized now, like the reason why I was doing it is to feel that way. I want to stand on the dock and, and, and feel that. Right. So it, you said it best. It's exhausting. Like trying to control it and like two hours before one hour before even 45 minutes before it's exhausting. So now I, I do, it's like, you know, two skiers. Then I'm like, okay, now it's time, you know, and, 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 mm-hmm. and it's easy then I, I, you know, I, I know what level my body works best at, you know, like we, I've, you know, in doing all this reading, you, you know, arousal levels is, is something, a really common theme among, you know, sports psychologists. And so, you know, some people operate best at a 10, you know, redlining other people, you know, looking back, you know, talking about Will Asher, he looks like he's at a three, like he's pretty calm, you know, my number is seven, you know, so I'm just like, if I'm, if I'm racing, then I'll sit down, you know, this is one, you know, even if the next skier is on the water, you know, the previous skier, I, I got to get myself down to that seven, but, but timing is everything, man. Like, don't, don't waste the day trying to control your nerves because you're not going to be able to do it. If it's, you know, come five minutes before game time, you know, I just, I mean, Trent, I think that, that right there in itself will be so freeing for so many people. Uh, you good know, word. it, it, good word. It was freeing it, for me. Yeah. Great word. Right. Yeah, you're, you're really you're really allowing yourself to understand. Like, I mean, to, I think for people to hear that that your normal 
your normal level is a seven and that that's where you know you're going to perform well and and go yeah. like i think most people think that they should feel a one i think most people yeah they look at us they look at high level skiers and they think those guys are at a one and and i can i can tell you every single tournament that i've been at a one i have massively underperformed Me too. and i can tell you it's because i actually was so exhausted that I detached from the entire situation and I felt nothing. And I went out and, and I mean, I can't even tell you how poorly I would have skied in those situations. Um, on the other hand, yeah. maxing out at a 10, anytime I've been in a 10, I'd say that uh, over 50% of those times, I mean, I can, I can think, I, I can think clearly of some times where my knees were knocking on my opening pass. Like, and, and, and that's, as a, that's a pro level skier, that's a pro level skier with knees yeah. knocking people. Okay. So yeah. this is, these are things, these are normal, very normal feelings. Now, do I want those feelings? No. Does that mean something's wrong? No, that's the thing. It's not wrong to feel this way. That's what we said earlier. It's your body's way of trying to get ready. So I just love the way that you kind of freed everybody from, you know, that, that thought that this is a bad feeling. I shouldn't feel this, you know? So that's a good thing. Maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. No, it, maybe you need to introduce some more, some more nervousness in your practice rounds. You know, maybe you need to, yes. to go head to head with your, with your, with your training partner, uh, whether it be handicapped or not, maybe you need to, to go and ski at other sites more often and make those a tournament round. Like you tell yourself, uh, first round when I go over to, to Bobby Sue's house to ski with her, that, that, that first round is my tournament round and, and whatever I get, I get that's going to, and I have to end after that, after that deal, I can't keep skiing, you know, like put that pressure on, like, but yeah. to know, to know that that feeling isn't bad. And I spent, I, I, I really remember being exhausted a lot and understanding it took a long time to understand that. So how how, what are some, what are some tricks that you do other than, you know, like, do you, do you just, you just keep telling yourself not now, not now. What yep. if it's, what yep. if it's overriding you, Trent? Like, what if like you can't even like the person, there's a person talking to you and you're talking back at them, but you're really not talking to them. You're like, you're already preoccupied with all of this thing that's coming on. Like, what, is there anything else? Like for me, like I, I, I remove myself. I'll go for a walk. I'm not warming yeah. up. I'll go for a walk. You know, I do yeah. something active. Yeah. I don't well, know. Like, what I think is it? It just depends on on what just. It depends on the timing, you know. And and I just think, like, and, and again, I, I think that I sought to control it too much too for too long, you know. Like, so it is that. Like, if it's, you know, if it's an hour before before prelims, it it is that. It's it's just not now. You know, and for me, like for me, that I, I you know, I, I fall into a book. You know, just what because it's it's you know with kids and and you know and being married and, and I have less time to read so that's for me and and it's and, but again I I don't fall into a book as a way to calm my nerves you know I fall into a book as a way to not give a crap about how nervous I'm feeling cuz I, I I'm still as nervous as ever but now I just like I just like I you know I well you know I rem I remind myself to do like like that's why you flew to Chile. I, I didn't come here to take a practice ride. I didn't come here to take a calm 
everyday ride. You know, I, I, this is why I'm here. This is this, I mean, I paid a hell of a lot of money to feel this way. So enjoy it. Right. I worked really, really, really hard for the last 12 months to feel this way. So like, stop trying to control it, you know, control it, control it, you know, five minutes. But for me, it's, you know, I start trying to control it, you know, whatever that is, six and a half, seven minutes before it's time to ski, you know, and maybe, and if it maybe instead of control, than, you know, it's, yeah, sorry. Or, I mean, or, yeah, or like, or, or channel it or, 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 or sorry, exactly. address it probably address exactly. it, address it is, is the better, is the better, right. one, you know, um, one. And then two, like, I used to hate, I mean, I used to hate skiing tournaments. I mean, you know, all the, the world championships I did and, and, and all the professional events, I, I didn't enjoy it. I never, like, I never stopped to, to like really appreciate what the hell I was doing, you know, where, and it's, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be the world. It, it can be, it can be the regionals, whatever. I mean, like now I stand on the starting dock and I'm like, I notice every banner. I notice every person watching. I And I'm like, holy shit. Like, you know, there's, a lot of people all of a sudden coming down to the shoreline because they want to watch me ski and holy crap, that feels good. And that never felt good before. And it, and that's it. That's it. I mean, it, you know, this, it was a regional tournament I just drove at and there was 50 people that had showed up to watch their friends and family ski. And, and I'm like, and I just was, I want to convey that. I want, you should enjoy it. Like, look at all the work that all these people went to for you right now to, to, to do a ski ride and you should enjoy, you should appreciate it. And that's like, sounds kind of corny, but, but it's like, I look back now and I'm like, how, how did I not enjoy being in China? How did I not enjoy being in Russia, in Greece and in, in, in France and Italy? Like, what, oh, man, I wasted so many opportunities to really appreciate all the hard work I had put in and all the hard work that the event organizers had put in. And, and now I enjoy it, man. Win, lose, ski good, ski medium, ski bad. It's like, I'm, I just don't miss it any, I don't miss that opportunity anymore. So that's kind of long winded and like a little bit, not really, hopefully not too, no, too self-serving, I, but, but, but address it, address it is a better word. Like, and, and I think that was perfect the way you put it, address your nerves when it's time to ski and just let them fester, let them, let them, you know, let them do whatever they do the day leading up, the hours leading up, because it's, it, you know, that's kind of why you're there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 you know, actually I, it's like people who are having a hard time with tournaments, all they want the tournament to do is feel like practice, you know? And then what I actually just heard you say is that you want practice to feel like tournaments. So yeah, I think you yes, can, you yes. could just actually just flip the script on this and say, make that commitment. I'm a tournament skier. I want to ski tournaments. I like skiing with my buddies. I like pushing myself. And most importantly, in my book, I'm going to tournament. I'm going to a tournament to win. I'm going to a tournament to, to stack up against the entire field. And I want to do my absolute best. And if that is finishing 12th, then I'm going to finish 12th. And you know what my next goal is? I want to finish 11th, you know, and I want to get a ninth place finish. And then I want to get, so, so it doesn't matter if you're not, winning is relative to your goals set, but you really, you're not skiing against yourself. You are skiing against other people. And even if someone, even if you ski well, and someone that, that, that typically has been a better skier than you doesn't have an on day and you take them down, you took them down, you know, like that's, so those are the reasons why I ski tournaments. Like I'm not skiing against myself. I'm skiing, I'm skiing, I'm putting myself against everybody and I want to pluck away at it. And you know, eventually you end up on the, on the, you, you may end up on the, the topper top end and then, yeah, I want to win. 
but you can, you can make so many goals for yourself to, to take, like, maybe that's another thing that people can do is to set a goal that you're, that you can focus on, you know, set something, set your sights on something. Like you're not randomly at a tournament and hope to ski your best. I mean, Trent, is that, is that, is that a fair, is that a fair statement? Like, do you know like, when, sure, when you go? Sure. What, no, and it was a. It, I don't know. Well, Are you yeah, randomly no, and, thinking and, and, of a and, score? And, and it was. Well, it it depends on the tournament, you you know. But but no, if it's a title event, no, I, no, I'm I, I'm just going to win, you know. And and it's and it's like a you know a one of the guys I coach regularly, Travis Torley, guy from Colorado, you know he he'd had this nationals podium deal where like you know he just kept missing the podium and just kept missing the podium um <clears throat> last year in okahili he, he he fifth tied for fifth lost the runoff ended up sixth. so this year it, you know nationals and bennett's finally hit that podium right and and i believe it was second if it wasn't second it was third and i apologize i should know but um he ended up second or third in, in men's two slalom and he hit his podium but like we all do, he wanted to downplay it a little bit and be like, well, the score was X and you know, that's actually my worst term of score of the year. I'm like, this is the, this is the national championship, <laughs> man. You stood on the dock against the best in the country and, and you, you know, you prevailed, you, you met this lifelong, you well surpass this lifelong goal. You didn't get fifth. You got, sorry, second or third, you know, and, and, and he's not alone though. And a lot of people have trouble embracing that. And it's, you know, the more tournaments you ski, and the and the more the more big title events you ski, and the more times you win these events, and or, or and you know, more powerfully lose them, the more you you need to be open to you know to to congratulate yourself. And that's a typical skier thing, man. We all down all downplay our abilities, and I don't know where that comes from. Maybe deep down inside, we're embarrassed how much time we spend chasing this silly sport. But but um, but no, you know. He met his goal and, and, and he still was, you know, he was still hesitant to, to give himself the congratulations that everyone else was giving him. Um, I don't know where, how we got into this, but, uh, <laughs> well, anyway, but, I mean, um, so yeah. back to, okay. So yeah. Oh, I was just going to say like, I, I sort of walked through my hour and, and, and what, what do you do, you know, like in terms of, you know, that hour leading up to you hitting the water, what's some like nuts and bolts stuff you do, or, or some reminders that you do. Cause you know, you've, you're one of those guys that looks calm and, and collected and, and, and very purposeful in the whole process. Um, what, what do you do? How do you, how do you walk yourself through it? Well, I mean, I think that's that, that you've described it really well in that your, your journey was you spent lots of time where you go, man, I wish I had enjoyed China more. I wish I had joined. I, I mean, I skied, I don't know, hundreds of events. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I spent, I committed to, to, to being on the tour and I committed to skiing as many professional events as I could. And so I did, I walked that same line, you know, I, I remember clear as day one year, you know, and I switched my music up, my pre, my pre-ski music. I went to jazz, you know, I went to, I went all the way to like jazz genre. I don't even listen. I don't even listen to jazz. Right. But I was finding myself, I was finding myself so I don't, listen, I don't listen to jazz. I don't listen to jazz, but when I do, I win tournaments. <laughs> yeah. See, I love there it. you go. You know, exactly. Sorry, sorry. Exactly. Well, actually I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something on the flip side for it worked for a little bit, but then yeah. the jazz, when I would hear the jazz, I knew that I was nervous. And then I was like, oh wait, oh wait, this is, this is actually backfiring. I'm trying to, I'm trying to calm myself down. 
I'm so in a way, uh, like like what you said, what you said is I'm acknowledging it and I'm and I'm sucking in this nervousness instead of saying, nope, not now. Nope, not now. I'm I'm not into you right now. I don't need you. Being nervous an hour before is not a thing. I mean, it is a thing, but I can't acknowledge you now because if I spend the next hour trying to downplay you, I will be completely blown out by the time I ski. So, you know, I, I like I said, I've, I've come up with routines and, and ways to do it. But but basically, ultimately, I, I like what you said. Like I have a I have a, a ticking I have a ticking meter. You know, for me, mm-hmm. it's yeah, let, sure. Get my I, I probably get my ski stuff to where I want to, I, I look around and I say, where do I want my setup to be? Like, where do I want to <laughs> sit? Where do I, I mean, it's kind of yeah, like, it's kind of like, it's like getting to class early, right? Like you get there and you look around <laughs> and you go, I want my, I want my seat to be not all the way in the back, not in the middle and not all the way to the side. I want to be right there. You know? So when I get there, that's, that's probably what I'm doing at first. You know, I'm just looking around like, where, where do I want home base to be? You know, and then I'm going to put my ski bag there. And I, I and I do carry uh, when I go to tournaments, I carry, a, you know, a ski bag so that I have gear so I can designate my my little zone, you know. Yeah. And so I'll just throw my crap down there. But what I've what I've learned in, in my time about myself personally is I am a social person. Like I, I, I like interaction. I, I uh, as much as I want to be, let's say, intimidating or be that guy that, that, that you see that, you know, is he's just got everything together and he's this or that. Ultimately, I like to, I like to be social and, and be chatty. And so, you know, if I start to feel a little nervous, a little this, a little that, then, then I'm probably sitting by myself overthinking it. Like, so I'll just stand up and I'll go for a walk, you know? And, and that's what I was getting at earlier. Like if I'm nervous, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to walk the shoreline. I'm going to go look at the, look at the lake that I'm going to ski. Not in, I'm not breaking it down, man. I am not like worried about, oh, someone said there's a roller at four. I might go watch a skier and just see and, and go, meh, okay. Nothing's too crazy. If there's a little glare, I might go and kind of take a look at what it might look like pulling out to out from my gates or whatever. But ultimately I'm just kind of moving around and I, 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 instinctively will want to run into somebody. Like I might see somebody else walking the shore or I might, uh, you know, walk over to the judges stand. And, and, and ultimately what I need to do is just spend, spend time being social and, and taking myself out of that highlighting the nervousness part or, or whatever that is. And, and the more I did it, the, the less nervous I felt, but I'm going to be moving. I'm probably not going to be sitting. I, I've read books that, I mean, like if we're two and a half hours before, before I ski and I'm not, and I'm not actually working at the event. Yeah. I'm going to do exactly what you did. I'm probably going to lay down. I'm probably going to, you know, read a book. I'm not going to have headphones in, yeah. you know, like I don't, I don't have headphones in and practice. I don't have headphones in. I'm not listening to music, you know, uh, two hours before my event you know, before my practice round. So I'm not going to like immediately, if I do things that are out of the ordinary, then, then that highlights and empowers that nervousness. So I'm just going to normal functions. So for me, socially going to talk to people, maybe go down the start talk. You know, one of the things I like to do is I like to get my handle out. You know, I like to get that out. I like to go down to the start dock. You know, if it's probably eight, eight, eight skiers before I go is probably a good, good number. You know, I, I have my bag unpacked. I'll take my handle out eight skiers, maybe 10. Like the first thing I do is go check my handle. 
Uh, and that's yeah. because I've been that guy who didn't check his handle and then three skiers before I have to go, I'm long. <laughs> and now I got to figure out how to not be long and I have to get my crap ready. And now it, it you know, it messed with me. So the first thing I ever do, if, especially if it's in a tournament that you have to have to, you know, check a handle is I go down and check my handle, get that checked off. I'm like, boom, done. Then I'm going to, I'm going to lay my crap out. I, I would have done this before uh, I even showed up to the tournament, but make sure my screws and my bindings are tight, you know, check my laces, you know, just, just get my, my, my over, you know, make sure I have everything. Do I have my gloves? Do I have it all? Yep. Got it. So now, now I'm good, but you definitely want to be prepared, but you don't want to start early. Like you just said. So at that point now, now I'm coming in on, you know, six gears away. Then I know at six gears, it's, I'm going to start thinking about doing my jog. I like to do a jog. Basically all I'm trying to do is get my, get my body flowing. When I go for my run, and I do this before practice, every single practice round, I do it. I, it. It's just part of my routine. So the moment you do it, at, you do it, at, you do it at photo shoots, right? Exactly. I'm doing it at 6am before a photo shoot. And, and what ultimately the, 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 the main reason for doing it is to get blood flowing in my body, you know, just to get it moving around, make sure my body's warm. I do not like stretching before skiing. I, I, I don't, this is a power, like you don't stretch before you lift. You know, no. you weren't, you warm up, you do active warm up. I don't care. I, I don't have any judgment, uh, towards people who stretch before they ski, but I can tell you that I, I was always injured when I was stretching before I skied, when I switched yeah, no, to active warm up. Right. I, I, stretching is for post skiing. When you're done skiing, yeah. stretch, you know, make sure all of your, all your lactic acid is out, do it that way, but actively do it. So anyway, doesn't matter to me if that's what your routine works, then don't second guess it stretch before you ski. If that's what, that's what, you know, works for you. But for me, that, that wasn't the jam. So, you know, six gears before I'm thinking, all right, let's go for my run. I'm going for a jog. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not pushing my limits. I'm not trying to show people how fast or how cool I run. I, I even do really weird stuff. And uh, uh, my really good friend, Julian Bofields, he, I, I, he, multiple times he's asked me like, why do you run so weird? He's like, what are you doing? And it's because I'm, I'm just like, I'll be running. And then I kind of like throw my hands down and, and, and kind of like, it's kind of like a throw my arms down and it, it bangs my shoulders. And my shoulders kind of, my shoulders and neck kind of take these little pops or whatever. And for me, it's like, I know my neck, I mean, I, I know in the beginning of the season when I ski, my most sore point is, is the muscles that hold my head on my body. Those muscles are what, what get really sore. You know, you've got this 16 pound or 12 pound bowling ball that you're holding and taking all of these G forces out of turns. So while I'm doing my, my run, I do some weird, you know, like popping my arms down, which are, which is like, like <laughs> little soft mini hits to my shoulder and neck, just so that they know, like, dude, this is coming like this. You're about to go into a fight. Like you don't, you, you know, you, like, like if I'm going to go in into the boxing ring, yeah, I'm going to do some, you know, some snaps, some, you know, whatever it is that I need to get ready. You know, you want to get that quick twitch. So I do, I do a jog, but I'm not running. You know, I do a jog so that I get blood flowing. I don't go, I go less than a mile because I don't want my slow twitch muscles to engage. You know, I'm just getting warmed up. And that, 
that motion of doing that every single day before I ski, it immediately like snap. My brain goes, oh, we're getting ready to do that. I like doing that. Good. And it starts to take away that chatter. But while I'm running, my mind might be running like crazy. Like, oh, what about this? What about that? There's glare. There's wind. There's rollers. Uh, I I haven't skied well coming into this. I don't even know. Like all those things are there. I let those things, I just let them go in my mind and I allow them to be, but I do not dwell on them. Just let them roll. Let them roll. Let those thoughts, they're okay to have them. But like you said, it's like you're not giving them credit. You're like, nope, not yeah. now. I don't think so. No, no. I'll, I'll acknowledge you at some point, but not right now. And so mm-hmm. that's that's that jam of what we're trying to get at. And then, you know, and then I have, you know, right before I ski, sure. Even if I'm feeling nervous, I'm on the dock. I've done my warmups. I'm getting ready. Yep. Now I'm going to acknowledge it and say, you know what? This is my body's way of being ready to make sure I'm going to go out there and I'm not going to fall flat on my face and I'm supposed to feel this way. And then I put my ski on and I put my, you know, I sit on the dock and my, my boots are in the water and I've got my handle and now I'm all by myself. It's quiet. I'm in my, I'm in my space. My heart is, you know, I, I can feel something happening there, but it's not like overwhelming. And then I usually take a moment. I don't know why I usually look up. I take a deep breath and I just remind myself, this is why I've done everything I've done to this moment right now is to be ready for this moment right now. I am ready for this. I have done everything I could possibly do. I couldn't do any more. So now it's time to go out there and enjoy it. And so that's my long rant into, you know, all of this. And then boom. The boat comes up, I do my routine and I go and however it goes, it goes. And, and at the end of it, I'll, I'll just going to, you know, at the end of it, I use a tournament so that I, 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 I judge my tournament, not on the buoys that I ran normally. I go in with goals that I want to, to, to do. Like it might be a technique, technique thing. Like even when the crap hits the fan, I expect myself to do this as my go-to move. And I will evaluate those at the end of a round and at the end of a tournament, I'll evaluate those things. And then I take that tournament result and I put all the new information that I have into my practice routine. And what do I need to work on? Where do I need to focus? You know, and then I go back to go back to working on it you know, and, and trying to set myself up for success. So I don't know. Anyway, that's a long way to get no, there. I mean, that's and it, no, yeah, but it, it's, you know, it's just, it's just advice based on experience and, and it's, you know, it's, you know, that's what's worked for me. You know, that's what's worked for you. It's going to be different for everyone, but, but I, I still think, you know, authenticity, you know, like, like doing truly what, what, what feels right for you and, 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 and being okay with, the fact that maybe it doesn't look like what the, you know, the best gear the tournament's doing, it doesn't need to look like what he's doing. You know, That's what cute. works for me doesn't work for someone else. So, you know, just, you, you've got to be authentic um, and, and just remember to enjoy it, you, you know? And I think kind of like last piece of advice is, is if you want to be good at this, just do it more like anything, you know? Um, and, and that goes back to making your practice feel more like tournament instead of vice versa. And I think that was a great piece of advice um, that you said. And, and then also just simply, ski more tournaments. Ski. If you, if you want to be good at this, ski as many tournaments as you have the opportunity to, you know, even if it's, you know, just small local events or, you know, 
do, do it, get out there, you know, get, get on, like, that's, you know, what I always say, you know, I need to get on like before, if I have a big event in September, you know, th- then that summer, I, I need to, I need to get on three or four starting docks before I get there, because, you know, I, I need to remember what it feels like. And, and if I'm skiing a local record tournament at Aquaplex, it's going to feel the same as the world's to me, you know, the same, same level of nervousness. So, so get yourself on a starting dock, you know? I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, and, and you, there is nothing that can replace that feeling of a tournament. And that's why it's one of the reasons why we ski and it, and it feels great. So I love it. You got You got to get out there. You got to do more of them. Hey, listen, maybe, maybe if you're having a hard time at tournaments, maybe just set your goal at your tournament and then, and then whatever you get, you get, and then go home, evaluate how you're practicing. Try to, try to, try to increase your, um, likelihood of success. And then maybe your next tournament is to beat your last tournament, you know, and to try to try to do a few things that are a little bit better and take it that way, take it slow. But, but, but like Trent said, it's really important to expose yourself to those situations or it's going to be weird and it's going to be hard. I mean, Trent and I got really good at it. Why? Because we've skied a lot of events. It's not because we're just good at it. And if, and, and, and I just want to hammer this home. If you are the type of person who can just sit there and then grab your stuff and go down and ski at a tournament and you ski really well, you don't even need to think about it. You do that. If you are not having success at tournaments or you're underperforming to what you would like or versus your practice set, then it is time to evaluate and do not change your stuff at the tournament. You have to do it in practice. You have to be living it because if not, you're highlighting the nervousness. You're not working through it. 